0: Another episode of Working Class on Deercast. Um, I'm by myself hosting on this one, but I have my good buddy Jacob Johnson calling in. Um, from wherever you're from. What are you doing, man?
1: Hey, uh, just on lunch at work, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Up
1: here up here in northern Iowa. So
0: yeah, so yeah. I like doing these calls when guys are on lunch breaks, and I do want to talk about what you do for a living, but we met at a trade show for people who don't know in Nebraska several years ago, and we just kind of hit it off since. And you've kind of yeah. just been part of the working class bow hunter family since then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was just <laughs> before we went to Nebraska, I was just sitting there like the week, like a couple days prior to that and talking to my wife and I was like, Hey, what are we doing this weekend? She's like, I don't think do anything. And I'm like, you want to go to Nebraska? She's like, for what? I'm like, uh, the deer show she's like i don't care that sounds fun yo no no kidding so we went and (laughs) saw you guys there and i was wearing a working class hat and one of you guys said hey nice hat And like thanks i didn't want to be like no i just shoot over there it's like i'll play cool jake like
0: thanks man
1: walk on by the new (laughs) brown like
0: waving as you're walking away
1: thanks dude we got like uh all the other Booze to hit first, but we'll be back.
0: Yeah, I'll see you. <laughs> I'll come back if you're lucky. That type yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, that, I don't I know. Have- we all just hit it off. Like you vibe well with our crew, and so you've been around a lot, which has been a ton of fun. And uh, I know you're a newer bow hunter. You've been doing it for a few mm-hmm. years, uh, yep. but there's something cool that you were a part of that I want to talk about. But uh, since you're at work, let's talk about what you do for a living. Since it's working class on DeerCast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I work at uh the local municipality here in osage and uh yeah i don't know i install internet and phones and troubleshoot internet and phones and do that kind of stuff now so i, w- I was mm-hmm. working on wind turbines before and i just got this job when the contract ran up at my wind site and i didn't really want to be working in wind anyways so
0: yeah. yeah yeah
1: so back back at home get to spend some more time with the family and everything so it's working out great working out really Very great cool.
0: Very cool. That's awesome, man. I know I was always interested in that other, like working on the wind turbines is cool, but, um, yeah, you're also, we've talked about this. Um, you're a veteran. Thank you for your service. And oh, I, wa- yeah. I wanted to bring it up because I knew you weren't going to be a guy to just bring it up. So. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> yeah. Well, I appreciate the support, man. Like you guys putting out the, you know, the veteran shout out and stuff. That's pretty cool. So yeah, appreciate the support. And the, I know the veteran community and everyone that listens really appreciates it as well. So.
0: Well, that's good to hear, because I don't feel like it's much, but it's just something that we do with the show, you know? Yeah. But um, Yeah, something
1: small. A lot, a lot of Vern's don't like to, like you said, don't like, I don't know, some do, but a lot don't, just like to, you know, hey, that's, I did it, I just want to meld back into society here, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, it's cool, just a small little thing, it's nice that you guys do that, so.
0: Yeah, it's fun, too, mm-hmm. like, it's a, it's a reason for us to interact with more people, also, on that end, so. We do on the regular WCB series Um, going in. You know, I know you're a newer bow hunter, but you're very knowledgeable around firearms. Obviously, you have to be. And you were just a part of a, a show called Hunt Wars. And it just was pretty cool because you're rocking working class bow hunter stuff in the entire yeah <laughs> show which is yep. which is awesome but Loophold, uh which is a partner of ours and is like mm-hmm. the title partner of that show i believe um yep. is a part of that so just a fun connection there between uh, i mean i mean jury outdoors is partnered with Loopold, working class hunter and hunt wars is all partnered with luopold so um Adam. but anyway explain how that worked how did you get on that whole series um so
1: actually i was listening to you guys and you guys had uh troy on one of the episodes uh i can't remember what episode it was but i was listening to hunt wars episode you guys had and i listened to it and they were talking about because they're i think they just got done with season one or something and they're talking about the odds and everything and i was thinking about it and went back home and talked to my wife and was we, we were talking about it and i'm like hey brought it up like heard about this on the working class podcast and it seemed like a pretty cool deal and the odds seemed a lot better than even buying preference points laundry and say it's like if you wanted to go hunt new mexico for elk then you probably have a better chance going through Hunt wars than you do even through the state lottery so yeah. i was thinking like hey you know that sounds pretty cool 100 bucks and put my application out there and see what happens and uh, i was talking to my wife about it and she She's like, yeah, we spent 100 bucks on dumber shit before, so might as well.
0: So, we, <laughs> right, so we did. Like, yeah, some stuff and go hunting. Okay,
1: yeah. So, heard about it from you guys, then threw my name in the hat, and lo and behold, got drawn.
0: Mm-hmm. So, worked out. Yeah, were you pretty surprised about that?
1: Oh, yeah, dude, this is wild.
0: This I is remember like we were they, did, they did the announcement right, and we're like, yeah, but there could be like a thousand Jacob Johnsons yeah. in there, right? That was <laughs> like the don't get too excited yet till you know yep. for sure
1: yeah because we're watching the drawing at home and i don't know yeah they drew our they drew our name or drew my name and after they drew the whole my wife and my daughter they just started freaking out (laughs) and i was sitting there like oh my god this is crazy yeah and then i started thinking about it logically i'm like well there's a lot my name's pretty common jacob johnson's pretty common name yeah so i I, guess could be someone else don't get your hopes up too high
0: <laughs> yeah john smith everyone's looked like yeah yeah oh,
1: sure. out of a million there's a lot yeah. of you are
0: so <laughs> right i, I get yeah. yeah i mean i probably would yeah. have been hesitant too a little bit you know yeah but you just yep. i mean but you won you actually did win yeah
1: yeah then they reached out on instagram and i was like okay cool it is me then then i started getting really excited and mm-hmm. started getting, like, i don't know yeah it was, it's was crazy how it all worked out and everything else because that's the thing with hunt wars the applications like it's a 100 bucks but they don't limit you like if you have 10 grand to drop for you know application fees and to in the, the show that you can buy as many you can put your name in the has many times as you want there's no there's no limit and actually like just this season they just after the second season they started doing like a it's like a loyalty program so if you apply one year don't get drawn then that carries over to the next year Next year, so it's gonna get
0: like a point as the year system,
1: yeah. As, almost like a point system, yeah. Like a hunt worth point system. So as the years go on, you know, it's like there could be dudes with you know their name in the hat five, ten times. You know, it's
0: pretty cool. That's cool. They yeah. they do that. Yeah, that um, is pretty neat. fun. fun fact, the last well, one of the there's maybe been three podcasts in the history of all the ones we've done. Watch i'll jinx this podcast, and that's what'll happen. um that we've lost in the last one we recorded with those guys at club 200 at ross's i had an sd card malfunction on our recorder and it completely lost and it was a really i felt really good about the episode too i was pretty upset about it but they're great people um so that's good you get get drawn you get to go on this hunt which is like a competition Mm -hmm. um and yeah i guess just break some of it down because you know have you you've been bow hunting for three years You said.
1: Yeah, been bow hunting for 3 years going on my 4th year. How, so basically, Have you, have you gun hunted before up. that? Yeah, so uh before, so I grew up shotgun hunting in Iowa. Like a lot of guys do, you know, just mm-hmm. going out with the, the old man and some other guys and push through some woods and see what runs out. Um, so I grew up doing that. I actually shot a pretty nice buck my last year before I joined the service and took off but uh yeah so grew up shotgun hunting in iowa joined the army and didn't really hunt at all and mm-hmm. went out in the army it sucks looking back on it but uh you know <laughs> yeah there i've been in some cool places i was stationed in colorado and el paso and there's hunting opportunities in both places obviously colorado is huge but yeah the, with with the scheduling and the army and everyone else going on the field for a month at a time and deployments and everything else it's like that just kind of took a back burner and then i always said out, I, yeah yeah i always said when i got out of the army i'd start hunting again and my buddy matt moon he actually <laughs> i taught, he's my hunting buddy since I, we were kids and he bow hunted he started bow hunting when i was gone he's like dude when you get back you need to start bow hunting and i always said this is gonna be kind of funny i guess now because i'm really into bow hunting." but <laughs> yeah i always grew up with the notion that bow hunting is for anti-gun hunters
0: okay yeah a little no. strong yeah but yeah
1: yeah, yeah it's kind of one of those things i was like oh yeah those are for like 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 the hippie gun hunters. haters like the anti the gun hating hunters for that community
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> my buddy my buddy's like dude that's not even true at all like okay whatever now I, I grew up obviously learned that's not the case but yeah yeah anyways he, he talking of a
0: hilarious mindset though like
1: <laughs> i don't know i i get
0: i get it but yeah it's kind of yeah. funny who needs to break it down
1: yeah, it's not even close to being true at all, whatsoever,
0: but. <laughs> and most bow hunters hunt with a gun. They hunt both.
1: Yeah, this is my ignorant ass thinking that, I guess.
0: <laughs> I love it, though. That's hilarious.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then uh, God of the Army, he got me into bow hunting, and, yeah, I don't know. I, then it's just been all downhill from there. and just kind of consumed me. I for my shot a, a really small buck my first year, but that just got me going. Got See, me how, going uh, way harder than any gun hunt I've ever been on, and I'm like, this is what I want to do for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, I bet. Well, mm-hmm. I, I was just curious, you know, because going into this hunt wars thing, because it yeah. can be bow or gun, right? Or they always. Yep. So you know, it's for me. I guess if you have bow hunting experience, it can kind of translate over into a rifle, um, and maybe yeah. not. Maybe I mean, yeah, the the other way too, but not as easy. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just trying to lay that out, you know. If like you just started bow hunting, been bowing for three years and never picked up a rifle and you're going on a rifle hunt or vice versa, yeah. you might be like, Oh crap, like there's some challenges here. <laughs> just going yep. out, there's a challenge, you know.
1: Yep, yep. So that was one of the things when I was, um, so after you get going back to the Hunt Wars thing, after you get drawn for Hunt Wars, you have a, a meeting with Troy and I one of the other guys i can't remember who it was he didn't talk much but it was between me and justin trees the guy i went with um with troy and we we're talking and he's like gauging our our uh experience level and stuff and kind of trying to figure out what hunt to put us on so you don't get to, that's the thing with horse, you don't get to pick mm-hmm. you you can ask and everything else you can ask like oh yeah i'd like to be on this one because they they do ask like what your preference is mm-hmm. and i was i was like man i want to go like number one archery elk number two rifle mule deer because they didn't do archery mule deer then number three was pronghorn and uh after talking with them and everything else and i'm like yeah you know told them the whole backstory was, but, listen listening to you guys listen to them on your guys podcast and stuff i'm like for sure gonna get archery elk they're, you know they're gonna throw me throwing me yeah. a bone there yeah no they called back like hey you know we like you we want you on the show but you're going to do a uh, rifle, rifle antelope. I'm like, hmm, I don't have a rifle, dude. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to go through <laughs> with my slug gun. Yeah. You know? So. Right. And it was just kind of a scramble after that. Cause the pronghorn hunt was the first hunt.
0: Oh, so, so you had to get moving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So they told
0: me in. What'd you do for a rifle? Did you have to go buy a rifle?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So they told me in like, this, this all happened like in July, like early, like, late June, early July timeframe. Yeah. I was in New Mexico in August. Mm.
0: So I so, was like, dang,
1: dude, like after they told me, I'm like, oh, sweet. That's going to be super fun. And then I started thinking, like, I don't have a gun. I don't have anything. Uh, so I started kind of scrambling. I went to Fleet Farm, which is kind of like, you know, just a farm and fleet storm. So I went to Fleet yeah. Farm and looked. I went to, because it was during COVID, during the whole ammo shortage and stuff. So I went and looked at the ammo section. I'm like, well, 6.5 Creedmoor, that's what they got the most of.
0: Yeah, so the I most hated rifle caliber on the internet <laughs> for some reason. And I'm not even that into gu- to guns, so I don't understand it.
1: Yeah. The 6.5 gets a lot of hate, but, you know, it's a gun, and antelope are small and thin skinned so, you know, you could have shot them with a 22250, 250 and been fine. Probably. It's actually no, the but...
0: only only firearm I've ever killed a deer with. The 6.5 Creed? Yeah. Yeah? Well, no. I, only rifle. Only rifle. I've killed deer with muzzleloaders. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. So, yeah, but
1: like yeah, so that was this is actually my first rifle too. the only thing i ever only animal I ever killed with a rifle. And uh yeah, so I went and I saw a bunch of ammo and they were still limited you to two boxes. So I grabbed two boxes, six five and went to the gun section. And I'm I'm not rich, you know, I'm so I'm budgeting here. Yeah. And I went I I pulled up because the sleep farm does like a, a price match. So I grabbed grabbed a Ruger American Predator six five three more. And they wanted like they're asking like Think like six hundred bucks for it, and I found some, found one online for five hundred. And asked some price match. That was a whole big ordeal. I had to get the manager involved and stuff. Anyways, I got it for five hundred bucks. Um, not bad. That. Yeah, and I didn't have an optic or anything, so I had to wait for. I talked to you know I was talking to Troy and stuff, and I didn't know if Leupold would get mad if I bought a Vortex. now. So I ended up getting a loophole because title sponsor and everything else, right? Yeah. So.
0: And they're and awesome.
1: Don't want to make them. Yeah, don't regret it all. It's great. Awesome. Awesome glass. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. So, I did that whole ordeal and sighted that thing in and got her ripping. And then off to New Mexico, we went.
0: So, awesome, man. Well, that's yeah. exciting. It's a cool thing to be a part of. And it was then, stripped, Can you talk about awesome. the details of the show? I mean, we're, we're kind of so- focused on this. It's out. The episode's yeah. out.
1: Yeah, the episode's out. So, I... Figure might as well let's go into it, but yeah. So, um, you want to just go into it now or
0: yeah, might as well.
1: Okay, yeah. So, got the gun, got it all sighted in, and oh yeah, let me back up real quick. So at home, you know, I only reality we had a little over a month, right around a month, to get ready for this hunting. We're waiting for all our stuff to get in, and sent a big loophole loophole sent an awesome package. Like sent us twelve by fifty binos, spotting scope, tripod vinyl harness the loophole shades these things are awesome by the way you guys talk about them all the time they're awesome we're giving some of them uh, away
0: at our bow shoot we're we got a loophole package we're giving away so that's
1: way better than oakley's i'll tell you that Mm -hmm. oakley's are garbage compared to these things yeah but uh (laughs) but uh (laughs) they send an awesome care pack little care package deal and like a loophole um pullover that I ended up killing my antelope in actually, which was pretty sick. Um yeah, all sorts of stuff. They sent an orange hat that I guess we were supposed to wear on the hunt by tried it on. It's one of those it's hat kind of like what you're wearing except orange. Oh yeah. And I, I looked ridiculous in those hats. Like I look terrible. So I left it like at home. The
0: structured of it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have a big head. Like a really big head. Yeah, and they barely fit. I have to have it on the last notch. I think it's all weird in the back, you know. See, that's, so that's how
0: mine is. My time. head's so big, and for some reason, I look really red on camera right now. But um, it might be because my head's cutting off circulation. But I have a massive head, but I like yeah. it because it fits more comfortable because my head fits in it.
1: Man, it does not look right I me. Mean, like the billboard, the structured part looks way small, and then the netted part goes out and looks absolutely ridiculous on my <laughs> very large football-shaped yeah, head. Like a football so. <laughs> shaped head. Yeah. Like your head looks nice in there.
0: My head oh looks that, ridiculous. Looks nice yeah. in there. Right. Thank you. Thank you. My head you. looks ridiculous. So, so I left
1: that I left that hat at home and got to New Mexico and they're like, Hey, yeah, we gotta wear something orange. Like, like you got the loophole hat. I'm like, no. I look stupid in it, so I left it at home. And mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, here's an there's an orange Onyx hat to wear. I'm like, dang it. So I wear that during the hunt because they wanted us to wear something orange, being a rifle on and all being being on a being in New Mexico law, you didn't have to wear orange be on the ranch that we were on. But you know, for safety reasons, there's other there's another team of hunters there. We wanted to Just have in some, case. something orange to have on, right? It's always smart to do that. But uh yeah. So loopholes in an awesome package, got that all dialed in, got as used as we could to using them, then uh loaded up and headed down to New Mexico and drove all through the night. Drove all through the night, got there the next day, um, long drive. Uh, but, yeah, me and Justin, we tore through it and got there. We were very sleep deprived when we got there. So, like, when you watch the show, because I'm assuming everyone listening is going to watch the show, but when you watch the show, when you're doing the little interview, when we're sitting down and talking, I said some dumb some dumb things, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I
0: was
1: so tired. Like, we oh. were running on maybe two to three hours of sleep. Yeah, both of us it, throughout the you're night. Just de- it,
0: you're just delirious.
1: Yeah, it was ruthless. Like some of the things that they show in there, I'm like, I don't even remember saying some of that stuff. But
0: really, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have not watched the episode, but I, I, okay. I like doing this, and then I can watch it so that I have like the, I have like the director's cut a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, and <laughs> but yeah, uh, we got down there and, um. They didn't expect us to be there that early either. Cause when we rolled in, they're all jumping around. I saw dudes running around everywhere, like grabbing camera equipment. I'm like, Oh man. All right. This is it. Hold in stopped. stop. There's a camera in your face, like talking. I'm like, I've never even met you guys before. This is kind of weird. But then they put the camera down we started talking and got to know each other a little bit and made, made it less awkward. Being on camera. Yeah. Once you, once you know the guy behind it, it's a lot easier to For sure. be on camera. You know, it just feels like you're talking to him rather than talking to the camera.
0: For sure. But,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got there and got all set up and everything else. And um, we got there a day early. So, we got there a day early. So, we couldn't get out and do anything really because the next day was scouting day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we just kind of hung out at the at camp and talked to the guys and set our areas up and uh, so I, adjusted. To, uh,
0: I guess we didn't touch on like you're hunting against another <clears throat> team. Oh, yeah. Well, we how, why did we not mention that? But, like, I don't know. So it's a competition, hunt wars. Yeah. Um, yep. So is the other team there at this point when you get there?
1: No, nope, not at this point. I kind of assumed they'd be there that day though. But uh they didn't actually get there until like midway through scouting day. Oh really? The, uh, yeah, he had something go on with his house, his freaking basement flood or something. So he had it <laughs> threw him behind schedule. But uh <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. So you're gonna the whole concept of hunt wars is that you're hunting hunting against another team mm-hmm. and some people like i've heard this you know since being on the show and stuff and in the comment section on social media and whatnot like people are like oh hunting and competition that's ridiculous like it shouldn't be hunt like co- hunting should never be a competition yada 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 <clears throat> but it's not like it's not like reality like, it's not like reality tv like jersey shore we're not sitting there like getting weird and fighting each other it's not like yes where it's a competition, but who doesn't have a competition like between friends when you're out there hunting like yeah i've never my whole time growing up me and matt my buddy matt i mentioned previously we'd always have a competition whether we're duck hunting goose hunts, like oh who got the most ducks who got the most geese or this that and the other It's always it's always a competition but it's a healthy competition and it makes it brings the best out in in you you know when you're competing yeah And, and i'm just like a naturally competitive person i guess too but when you're competing, it just brings the best out of you. For sure. So it makes you more prepared, helps everything. I don't know, it's just, it's cool.
0: I think it's a really cool
1: concept, and it's done right. It's not done poorly. Like, the way they do it is on play, because there's going to be a hunting show that's a competition. It's going to be, like, they're doing it right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Plus, you're trying to kill a bigger animal, a more mature animal anyway. So it's actually it's better from a management standpoint is concerned or my I guess a viewer standpoint it's like well you the idea is to kill a bigger animal i'm sure i'm sure there's more that goes into it but yeah that's better than just well, shooting something to shoot something
1: well and the, that's the thing too like right now it's, it's weird because there's so many people out there that are constantly just like like i'm not hunting for antlers i'm hunting for meat you No, know, i was like that's great the meat is awesome like i the whole antelope justin i i'm obviously not selfish i guess yeah we split you know i share with them it's not much meat, but you know we got yeah we got to eat it we ate the whole thing we didn't just cut the head off and leave the body there you know we ate the whole hmm. thing everyone i don't know a single hunter whether they're hunting for hunting for inches or hunting for meat. everyone eats the meat yeah if you don't eat the meat yeah you're kind of an asshole if you don't eat the meat but
0: I actually, I agree. It's
1: a huge one, actually but everyone I agree. does but the thing is <laughs> like when you're hunting for like everyone wants to, I don't know. Kind of going off on a tangent now. What you're saying, like, though? You no, know, it's one of those things. Like so many, pe- like people out there that are just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They're just ridiculous about it, and you know, everyone knows it. Everyone, sees them. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. Yeah, and everyone kind of needs to relax a little. Bit I agree. Enjoy their life, you know. Just you relax, win, you know. Yeah,
0: don't I like that. You just not- relax, yeah.
1: chill, dudes. Not that. It's Not that. <laughs>
0: You know <laughs> yeah you're right you're 100 right man
1: life ain't that bad
0: so but let's yeah. talk about so, this hunt man because I know I love antelope hunting and yeah. if people have never gone a lot of people like antelope's not on people's radar they don't think about mm-hmm. it it's not that of interest it was I just think the animal is beautiful the meat is delicious and yeah. the type of hunting is super super fun and I don't know yeah. if you ever even i mean you number that was number three on your list for hunt wars but yeah. i don't know how much you thought about antelope hunting before this opportunity but mm-hmm. it's a blast yeah you
1: know, honestly like my list was that like i've always i've gone elk hunting twice and have didn't get one so that's like number one on my list kind of i really want to get an elk someday and mule deer like they're all on my they're all on my list every animal that's huntable is on my list but uh mm. It's like one of those things. Yeah, it was. It was up there. It was top five, but wasn't. You know, is top three. Like, I really want to do this it. really cool deal, mm-hmm. and you watch you watch it on TV, and it's like it's really cool. Like, like you said, the scenario, like the the land that they roam is awesome because it's just so flat and desolate. And you just think like, how am I ever gonna get close to these things? They're gonna see me from you know miles away, which they do. They got yeah. ridiculous eyesight.
0: Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, I don't know. It, after doing it give me a whole new appreciation on pronghorn hunting because i love everything awesome. about it yeah I, I really the, tags, the tags are generally easy to come by in most states They're a lot easier than elk and mule deer to get yeah. so it's super i don't know it's just really a really cool hunt for sure it's just so different
0: is what's mm-hmm. cool. About it. and the animals unlike anything else like in the midwest That's unreal or like i i have people that see my little antelope mount i have and i would say if you don't hunt people think it's some sort of african animal
1: yeah for sure this is so different than what is that like speed goat where'd you go to get that thing
0: yeah (laughs) malaysia yeah right (laughs) what yeah nothing but i I was just curious like how much you'd ever thought about it before going because like the whole the whole process of the hunt is a blast
1: yeah i thought about it but i thought about it a lot more once i got drawn for that hunt you know that's mm. after and after, after they draw drew me on that hunt it's like if i wasn't shooting my rifle and getting that dialed in i was watching videos and trying to figure out like the best way to go about this yeah and since yeah. i've never done it growing up in iowa you know it's like it's just totally different mm-hmm. but yeah um yeah then going into yeah so going into scouting day i guess we hung out there and then got going into scouting day we woke up and went out and started scouting and we were out all day driving around i think we saw like 23 like nice bucks out there just mm-hmm. running around and that wasn't even probably half of them it is crazy but there's a lot of there's a lot of antelope out there mm-hmm. and we were driving around like towards the end like we started in the the southern part of the ranch and worked our way to the north and I don't know. Like we ended up in the northern part of it, and that's where we spotted like a really nice buck. And we're looking at him, and it's like, man, if he's out here tomorrow during hunt day, that's the one I want. Like after seeing all these bucks, like that's the one. And so we went back to camp, and by that time the other team was there. So we talked to them and got to know them a little bit and everything
0: else. Talk shit and all that, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They weren't much. They weren't much of that shit talking. They're they're very, very nice guys. Uh, you, they definitely grew up differently than I did. That's for sure. Like, yeah. They're, they're, they, they had, a, they had, you'll see it in the show. They had.
0: Yeah. But we don't know, want to like, give too uh, much stuff. away, but given enough. Yeah. It, you know.
1: Yeah. But they're, they're super, they're super nice guys. Um, talk to them and everything else. It was funny because like, so they're from Utah. Mm-hmm. The whole Hunt Wars team is from Utah and we're just and I are sitting there like we're from Iowa
0: <laughs> yeah, so like, the outsiders
1: yeah yeah so like we're sitting there cracking jokes and they I don't know if they're and like I said super nice guys but some some of the, the way I talk it might be a little bit off-putting to certain types of people I guess vulgar now, a little, yeah, a little
0: blue bit collar.
1: <laughs> yeah I, I joined the army when I was 17 and got out when I was 27 so it's like Spent a lot of time with a lot of rough folk, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Growing up
1: yeah. doing a blue collar job, then going in the army, and then coming back. So, yeah, yeah, some of the some of the stuff we said was probably a little bit out there compared to wh- the way they grew up.
0: <laughs> There's an upcoming podcast and <laughs> upcoming podcast is the first time I spit a drink out during an episode. Doug was <laughs> this will this episode won't launch for a few weeks, but Doug is sitting there talking, telling a story, and then he goes at the end of it, he goes. I've seen some shit and I don't know why and I just spit out my drink the way he said it. And that just reminded me, like, you could be like, I've just seen some shit.
1: I don't know what to tell you, man, we grew up different. All right.
0: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so I, I know what you're saying though. I know and yeah, I think everybody yeah. that is listening knows what you're saying. Um, yep. So how many days, I mean, you got to be kind of thinking like, man, these guys see antelope yeah. daily, probably. Yeah.
1: And, that's, kind of what we thought and um we're yeah talking to him and it's like the guy the so the the on the other team the spotter he was actually the one that drew like his name was the one that got drawn for hunt wars Mm -hmm. but he had a friend that was you know newer to hunting and so he took him and let him be the shooter because the spotter he's like i've i've shot plenty of vandal he's never gotten one so they switched spots basically generally Kind of generally the way people have been doing is it, like whoever's name got drawn is the shooter and they got guy's mm-hmm. the spotter.
0: That makes so, sense. So uh, that's yeah. cool of them though.
1: Yeah, it was really cool of them And talking to the other the the other team's shooter, uh he, I was like, Yeah, so you're newer to hunting? He's like, Yeah, I've only been doing it for a few years. I'm like, oh yeah, what have what have you gotten assuming Utah, probably mule deer, maybe an elk or something. He's like, Yeah, I've gotten, you know, elk, mule deer, um, caribou this and all this other stuff from like alaska and stuff I'm like oh geez all right <laughs> like i've shot whitetail some squirrels <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe a turkey <laughs> you know? yeah
1: yeah turkeys i've shot some turkeys and you know i was just it, it, it felt a little bit weighed
0: uneven yeah and
1: not not in our favor i'm like gosh this is gonna be fun yeah but i know i can shoot so that's the thing i got be in the army shooting all the time and in a in a scout sniper platoon we spent i spent i was not a sniper they said he was as like a marine sniper i was not in the marine corps i was in the army that was not a sniper i was just i was in a, a reconnaissance platoon and we had a section of snipers with us so i spent a lot of time in the sniper range with them but i was not a sniper mm-hmm. but
0: uh i like <laughs> so, how you clarified that yeah
1: yeah yeah because they they popped that in the show i'm like dang it people are gonna think i'm like some trying to be something i'm not i'm not i, <laughs> I know who i am and I'm not a sniper. Never, never was a sniper. I was a infantryman in a reconnaissance platoon. So, but yeah, and so, but I know I can shoot. So that's one thing that I knew I had going for me is I'm very confident, even even with a newer rifle that mm. I didn't grow up shoot my whole life or anything like that. I know I can. I know I can shoot.
0: Yeah, you're confident in your ability.
1: Yeah. Yep. So, going out there, I was I was totally expecting to take you know a 400 yard shot. I wasn't, I didn't want to shoot anything past 400 plus. That's another thing, scoring metrics and hunt wars. It's the way they have it set up for the rifle hunt was zero to 300 yards. There's a zero, zero point deduction, 301 yards to 400 yards. is a plus 500, 20 point 500 plus is a 30 point deduction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the show is set up. They want you to get close. They want you to get closer to the animals for one. It makes good footage. And for two, it's more ethical, right? Mm -hmm. you don't want the other lobbing shots at 800 yards with no matter what you have for a rifle no one wants to see that on any show so the goal is to get close you know and that it's one thing too like getting into bow hunting it really helped me i guess figure out like how to get close because if you can get if you can you can get within bow range of animals then getting within gun range is a lot easier you know getting within a couple hundred yards is a lot easier than getting within 50 yards Mm -hmm. you know so that i don't know my couple years of bow hunting experience kind of helped me with that too i guess and um
0: yeah big time
1: yeah yeah so went in there and with the mindset of getting as close as i can to these things and that's another thing too is i really want to go out there and hunt antelope with a bow someday so if i'm like hey this is a good way to kind of test see how close i can get these things and it's tough. You know, it's tough to get close to them, but man, it's once you do, it's pretty awesome. <laughs>
0: A lot of, so, how close did, yeah. did you end up getting to yours? Like, what's the, I guess, you know, I don't want you to give too much of it away, but, yeah. um, like, don't, I guess, don't say who won or lost.
1: Yeah. I won't say who won or lost. Got um, to watch, but I, I, they told, they said it from the get go, both teams tagged out. We both got in an the envelope. Um, so I guess going into, Let's dial back a little bit. It's touting day. Saw that buck up north. I really wanted, and then kind of going back to camp. I, you know, talking to the, talking to the rancher that runs the ranch. Um, talking to him and stuff like that. And he did tell me, say, "Oh, here's, you want the you're going after the the north, the, the buck up north, huh?" I'm like, "That's the one I want." He's pretty big. He's like he's been pushed hard because they had archery hunters in there before we got there the week before we got there they had archery hunters in there mm-hmm. he's like it's a tough one to get they they pushed him pretty hard with the art um the archery guys that were down here i'm like oh man okay he's like last i knew he was on the property but sounds like he came back like, okay oh well, man well, must be a pretty good buck then if they're already ch- being chased after him so then going into day, we just what we woke up took off well we got to the Cause Justin, he brought his Ranger, and thank God he did because it, like, the ground is so vast. You know, having a Ranger was a huge, um, was a, was a pretty big deal. And the other team had a Ranger too, so we we're both tooling around our Rangers and stuff. But we, we got to our a Ranger
0: from Iowa all the way down there, yeah. Dang, I yep. mean, g- glad you did then,
1: yeah. No kidding, so we're, that's what we're thinking too. We're like, is this even worth bringing because we can probably just try around the truck and stuff, but man, there's. So many washouts and stuff in New Mexico and the, and the bushes there, the mesquite bushes or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, hickory but whatever they are. Mesquite yeah, bushes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's they're all over the place and they're sharp. And I know this from being in the army being stationed in El Paso. I've seen them pop Humvee tires. Mm-hmm. You know, it's they're they're no joke. We were out messing around the Ranger, we got so Hyundai we got to the Ranger, saw the tires were flat. Like, dang it. So we drove it to the, to the house and asked the ranger like, Hey, do you have an air compressor? We can pump these up. And so, yeah, I can, I can help you out. So he actually has this goop cause he lives there. So he does this all the time. He's like, you got this goop. They pumped in the tires that plugs holes. So he pumped our tires full of goop, then filled us back up and got us on our way. We just had went straight up North and got back on that buck that we saw from scouting day. And, yeah. Yeah. got there. We we're like, probably two miles away from we saw like kind of got because going up north on that ranch is up with this big hill and right when we got that big hill we stopped started glassing it was right at first light started glassing and saw a couple does up like just getting just waking up getting out and starting to meander around a little bit we're spotting i spotted a couple horns sticking up i was still bedded down like oh there he is so so we watched him we're we had to have been. Two miles, two plus miles away, you know, and seeing them. And that's another thing, like those loophole optics were freaking awesome yeah. out there You
0: amazing. need them. You have to you have need, good glass. You
1: have to have good glass out there in that flat terrain. They can see so well. And so we were, we had a 60 power spinoscope scope watching him. And he gets up from his bed. And right when he gets up from his bed, he's like looking in our direction. And we were moving. We were stopped before he knew we were there. We we're stopped. He's got up out of his bed and lo- was looking at us like, ah no nah. there's no way he's like look at us right he's just looking yeah. around you no know, watching for i don't know maybe 10 15 minutes trying to figure out figure out a game plan to how to close the distance and then they just took off left just Press took hard. off running yep yep <laughs> they didn't they weren't like they didn't start out like kind of bouncing around they just were like screw this and just took off full speed ahead and ahead of these and we we're talking and I said this, I'm like, we got to get going, guys. Like, this is our chance. Like, we don't want to screw this up. And they took off running. And I got pissed. I'm like, God, there's, there's that. Screw yeah. him up. You know, he's already been pressured. Yeah. Screwed him up good. But now I know. Then we got up on – because even though it's so flat, there's so much – and it was a wet year there, so there's a lot of pretty tall grass. Yeah. We lost him, and we had to get higher. So we found this little house deal and got up on the wall of this house we're was glass around couldn't see anything and i knew they headed east so we decided decided that we're gonna just drive east just start going and when you watch the episode it'll show us on that wall kind of glass around and then it'll just kind of cut into me like laying the prone and then showing the stuff in the middle mm-hmm. but we're driving east and we're heading out and we're looking around we passed over a cattle guard and uh pretty much right after we got to this next pasture, we passed around this little drainage there, and around this big, this big ass mesquite bush. There's, I don't know, thirty antelope, and he's the man of man of the herd out there.
0: The we same drove, one.
1: The same one. Yep. And we drove over there, and they're thirty yards off the road. We're like, oh my god! So he's kind of started slowing down. They took off running. We're like, okay, they, we kind of just kept driving they ran out in front of us and cut the cut the road so they didn't go further north which would push them off the property They actually went down south so they are going deeper into the property so I, cool we can get back on them and i knew on the other side there was a big ass cliff that just kind of dropped off so I'm like i know they're not just going to jump their deaths over there they're gonna they're gonna either wild oh, card okay. yeah right <laughs> watch
0: this <laughs> it's like no yeah
1: so after we saw them cut back south i knew that was there that would stop them and but we didn't know if they're going to go if they're going to turn go cut back east or if they're going to go back west where we came mm. from so after they cut cut across we just slammed the brakes i jumped out and laid down the cameraman jumped out and he laid down and i told just i'm like dude just go just go down the next road and stop and glass and just, you know, be there, I guess. And we'll yeah. see if we can get eyes on them. And then that's when the show picks back up and we're laying down in the grass on our bellies, trying to see what, what's going on. And we can't see anything down there, but
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so that guy's start peeking up glass and like peeking up, can't see anything and then looking on on X and trying to figure out, like a, I knew there's a drainage right there and my, I'm, so I, I was thinking, like, well, I'm going to hit that drainage because that's the only topography we have to work with. Yeah. Like, I'll jump in that drainage and just cut it, just yeah, cut walk. down there and see where they're at, you
0: mm-hmm. know?
1: And so we started kind of, I don't know what you call it. I guess we in the army we call it like duck walking. So you're, I know crouch, what you're crouching yep. down walking. Yep. And we're going towards this drainage. Then vanes the started popping up like, oh crap. And we're at, in the wide open. Mm-hmm. And the started filtering out of that drainage that we were going to go down.
0: Oh, they're in it. They're
1: in it. Yeah. They're running up there. So they must've, they must've headed down, hit that cliff, and then cut West. because They saw the Ranger and they're all watching the Ranger and they saw him. So they're like, well, we're not going to go that way. So there's only one way to go. And that was to basically to us. And it, it mm-hmm. just so happened, like picked the right route and got on it. And we were already heading to that drainage. They started popping up out of that little drainage there and when they did we we're in the wide open I'm like well we gotta go we gotta go to this bush right here and just wait mm-hmm. got to that bush and then you know it was doe 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 and then he popped up and it's like holy crap he's within 100 yards yeah. already right there <laughs> like geez so we're scuffling around him trying to get set and stuff i didn't bring my tripod i was going to shoot off the tripod for you know because i didn't have any I didn't have any shooting sticks i didn't have a bipod on my gun or nothing like that yeah. So i was gonna shoot off of the the spy scope tripod mm-hmm. Left didn't have anything <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we jump out we're sitting behind this bush and um he he pops out and i range him he's at like 90 something yards i think it's like 98 yards i'm like okay yeah. So i'm like kind of shuffling around getting ready to take a shot and then as we're moving around he must have seen some commotion behind this bush and antelope they're very curious like you've seen it i'm sure when you're out hunting them yeah they're super curious animals and he saw some movement back there but he couldn't tell what it was so he started walking to us
0: (laughs) like yeah kind of checking things out yeah
1: yeah see what's going on like what the hell's going on over here so we weren't being crazy We weren't like throwing shit around everywhere but we were moving around trying to get my gun up to get ready i was laying down prone couldn't see anything through the grass i got back up it was I'm kneeling and I just grabbed a branch and put my rest of my rifle on it. Like, this is what I'm shooting off of, I guess. So, I was off this really flimsy little branch, but I kind of used it as a brace and held it up pretty nicely. And he just kept coming closer. And I had my gun, I kept ranging, ranging, getting closer. And he stopped at 77 yards. So, he's at the
0: wheelhouse, man. You're like bow range for antelope wheelhouse right there.
1: Yep. Yep. And I actually (laughs) actually said that because on the show and after the whole hunt happened they were talking about the archery guys were there and the archery guy shot his antelope at 78 yards yeah like oh cool so the rifle the rifle hunter got the closest shot
0: <laughs> yeah that's how it works man i yeah. mean antelope's a long game really no if with the yeah. bow especially so
1: yeah yep yep it is that's the thing it's hard to get close to him but you know there's i don't know when you use whatever you make the right call in the right in the right moments and then you can Sometimes it just
0: meant to happen, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they came out of that drainage at the right time, and you're able to yep. be in there and be ready for them. So,
1: yeah, well, so awesome. I was, yeah, I was yeah. dialed in on him, and uh, <clears> he stopped. He is quartering two pretty hard, but you know I'm shooting a rifle, so it's like okay, I can definitely shoot through some bone if I have to, you know. Yeah. But he's he quartering two pretty hard, but I, was, I had my gun zero at two hundred yards, so I was on his chest, and I was like, crap, I'm zero at two hundred. I don't want to like hit him in the face and I yeah. don't want to miss. So I just yeah. dropped her down. I aimed right at the right at the bottom of his chest and squeezed one
0: off and dropped him. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, Isn't that's awesome. exciting, man. So uh killed you. That's your first antelope ever. They're really cool animals, aren't they? Yeah.
1: Oh I yeah, got, they're awesome.
0: I love them. the first one I shot was smaller and I shot it with <laughs> a bow at 50 yards and i'm like i'm I'm in love with them like i yeah. i would go every year if i had the time
1: yep yeah me too for sure and i know like with my daughter that's probably gonna be one of her first hunts, probably well you, you know, see I'm, a lot of
0: animals it's yeah it's not freezing cold yep and if she can shoot a rifle she's gonna have a yeah. good time
1: that's the thing i got six five creed more so it's like that thing is a pooch which is funny because i up in that show, I scope myself and start bleeding. Yeah, I look ridiculous, but
0: <laughs> Sniper scopes himself yeah. with a 6.5 Creedmoor.
1: Yeah, super professional. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. How yeah. big of a how big an animal was? How big a goat?
1: Uh, he ended up measuring at 64 inches, I think. Yeah,
0: I don't even know what that means. I don't, I don't even ask, but as someone he oh,
1: looked look really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I mean, a good antelope's a good antelope to me. That's all yeah. I want, you know? Got my first also, one out of the way, so I want to get one like that. Yep.
1: Yeah. The only thing I know about, it, like, judging, like, field judging antelope is if they look thick, like, if they look like they have good mass, because when you're measuring them, all their, the they get their score from mass, mostly. Because so you yeah. have, like, I think four mass measurements on each horn. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you get most of your scores from the mass, and he looked nice and thick. And I, and you can also tell because, like, obviously, next is length and their prongs, if their prongs are like right about as tall as their ears, then they're pretty, it's pretty tall. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, yeah, just that's the only way I know how to judge them is like height, judging by the prongs and ears. And then if they look thick, then shoot them.
0: So, it, worked out, it worked out for you, didn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah, it worked out real well.
0: Well, cool, man. Yep. I'm glad you got one. It was really cool. All the photos they put out, you're rocking a working class bow hunter hat. So that's yeah, makes us even actually. happier. Is it the same one?
1: Same one, yeah. Yeah, I It's like my this it? is my everyday hat.
0: I like it. Lucky yeah. hat. Yep. Well, thanks cool. for sharing that story <laughs> with us, man. I'm glad you're able to like have that whole experience. Um well when you went back to camp where people like was the other had the other team killed one by then?
1: No. Nope. So <laughs> got back to camp and so they have a uh, a rule in hunt wars it's called like declaration of kill so when the other team kills then they let the other teams know like hey this team killed so they're done they don't tell them they don't obviously don't tell them how big it was or anything oh, they so give yeah, no other, didn't
0: see your go or anything no
1: nope so um basically they put that out there so like hey we killed so Stay away from us. Like, let us get back to where we're at. Do the butchering and stuff. Just stay away from us until we can get it hidden. Basically, mm. so we went back to the to a barn, hung them up, and butchered them, and then bagged them up and put them in the put them in a in a chest uh, chest cooler. I'm sitting in there, and then the other got back to like the camp part of camp, and the other team rolled in around lunchtime, and talk to them a little bit and didn't get obviously not going to give them any information you know but yeah Gilda, a killed a pretty nice one i think i don't know because i'm from iowa but yeah <laughs>
0: right that's yeah. awesome man Well, yeah. people have to go watch that episode um we you know we've talked about it but not in like this detail um but yep. man it's just cool to see that you got one and what a cool way for a hundred dollars yep you know plus a rifle but yeah that i mean like yeah. you said that's a, now that you have that, now that like rifles kind of sentimental a little bit yeah. and your daughter can use it and that's perfect.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's me. it's me. So it was a good purchase. And it's one of those things, you know, it's like, I don't, I love guns. I think they're, they're awesome. They're super fun to shoot and everything else. And everyone needs a good excuse to buy another one. So that was kind of a another cool thing. I'm like, Hey honey, sorry. But I got buy another gun. Whoopsies.
0: Yeah. You know? <laughs> <Oopsies>. but- <laughs> yeah. Once you get, tell you not to at that point. So.
1: Yeah, Right, like I'm on the hunt, and I can't go out there and shoot him with my fingers. So, hey,
0: and another exciting thing when you talk, I don't want to forget you're going to Africa with us, yeah. So, that's going to be yeah. another crazy experiences oh, my, and stories. Yeah. So, if yeah, people don't like you from this podcast, then they're really not going to like the episodes that are coming out of African camp. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <I> once, once,
1: <laughs> whenever that pops out, they're really going to see how I talk. I guess I already let a couple bombs drop on accident but
0: oh no, it's okay it, um yeah those ones are gonna be crazy and i'm gonna during, i want to do some before during and after camp yeah. episodes you know so
1: yeah for sure um, yeah so Super stoked for that. that's gonna be amazing to oh man oh, i'm so so stoked for that and that's the thing too is like talking to people about hunting in africa they're like oh were you like a trophy hunter now and it's like well i feel like every that that name maybe got tarnished a little bit, but every hunter is. is a trophy hunter, no matter what size of animal it is. I agree. Every, every animal's a trophy. But yeah. yeah, I am a bit of a trophy hunter. What up?
0: What's it Sounds to like, you?
1: <laughs> What's it to you, dude? I'm going to that freaking Africa. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm be excited
0: up. to do some like breakdowns at camp and costs and stuff so people can see like what, what all that takes and, animals really and stuff bad. like that. It's not, not
1: not as expensive as you'd think. Like I,
0: it's growing up. Than
1: it's way cheaper than an elk hunt, dude way cheaper than a, if you're gonna go on a guided elk plus it's all inclusive and stuff all you can drink at the bars and come on
0: yeah and food to love that.
1: <laughs> so, let's, go. let's go i'm so excited
0: <laughs> uh, well, more coming from there dude thanks for jumping yep. on here today on your yeah. lunch break um, i'll let you get back to work i know we kind of told that story kind of quick but you know i don't want to give all the details away the people at yeah. are good people um so i want that people want to go watch that episode um and they'll get to see you looking good with a working class bow hunter hat on that episode.
1: Yeah, working class bow hunter with a rifle.
0: Hey. <laughs> you're hey, out there, man. Cool, man.
1: cool. And those guys are great. And the Hunt Wars guys, they're they're amazing dudes or just good people, you know, and they're putting on a good show. And you know, I'd like to see it get as big as it can because it's uh, I think it's a super awesome opportunity for your everyday average hunter to go mm-hmm. in there and have a chance of Killing something that you know, having to hunt of a lifetime for very cheap, a hundred bucks.
0: To yeah, put in. that's insane. That's it.
1: Everything else is given to you, unless you get them put on a rifle and you don't have a rifle, then you gotta buy
0: one. But hey, still, but, like you said, good excuse to buy a rifle. That's right. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, where can people find you? Um, at
1: home, <laughs> uh, out, I work at my I, job. I, at my jab you know if you find yourself in northern Iowa hit me up no um I I have I have a lot of my social media kind of locked down I guess because I don't know I like to have real people around me not a bunch of bots so I like to sift like through them. yeah so you'll see hey, me out there somewhere.
0: Elon Musk is getting rid of bots on Twitter so you can get your you get a Twitter going.
1: Yeah probably gonna get get on Twitter again someday now that Elon owns it. It's going to be great. But <laughs> yeah no you can see me in the working class poll hunter group. I'm on there quite a bit, kind of tooling through and
0: commenting on stuff. So, yeah. Oh, man. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you. Thanks for telling yeah. the story.
1: Yep. Thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. This is I me. Mean, a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. This was like the Jacob Johnson teaser episode to the many working class bow hunter ones that will probably be coming out of this upcoming trip late this summer. So um, yeah. if you enjoyed this story and what we could tap into, um, check out his Hunt Wars episode There'll be a lot more, um, I guess blue collar military style <laughs> talk coming out of Jacob yep. here on the working class bow hunter platform. So, uh, I guess we'll close her down there, man. Thanks everyone for right. watching, listening, listening to Jacob's story and, uh, thank you for your service buddy and congratulations <laughs> on the hunt.
1: Thanks man. I really appreciate it. All
0: right. I'll be talking to you soon. We're going hunting.
1: Yeah, let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, dude. We'll talk to you. All right. See you, dude.